Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. Here's Lindegaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Glovers Cast. Yes, it is the night before the Somerset Premier Cup final, or probably the morning before the Somerset Premier Cup final. And as you can tell, I am excited. But first of all, we've got some uh, things to talk about, including a final home game draw of the season uh, against Bournemouth on Saturday. And as always, we're joined by a man who was there, Mr. Ian Perkins. Good evening, sir. Hello. And a man who was not there, but will be there next weekend, Mr. Benjamin William Barrett. How are you? Still not William. Still, <laughs> it's never been William. Let's On the mark. He needs a day off in the week where he can go to the, um, where'd you change it? Did you go to the library? Like when you register? Library? The library. I'm not, I'm, I'm not changing yeah, well, my book card. No, but when you register, so I don't know where you registered your children's names, Ben, but we had to go to the top floor of the library in Yeovil to register Freddie. No, we have like a proper registry office. Huh? Our registry registry office. office, that's the word I was looking for. Yes, right, so yeah. Ours is in the top of the library in, in oh. Yeovil. Oh, okay, okay. That's where, that's where they where they do it. Don't they that's didn't just it. take you out to a field and like brand him or something like that, did they? Or... <laughs> He's no, a Perkins, that's... this one. <laughs> Big P branded on him. Maybe not. 
Anyway, after my uh, impressions of travellers on the last one, I probably should stop there, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did get we did get a letter of complaint. Yeah, Tyson Fury has been outside my house ever since. I've been afraid to go out. But yeah, Tyson Furious. Furious, he really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, a two-two draw. I have to say, listening to it on the commentary with you and Sheridan Ian, I did not see that one coming at half time. Did you? Absolutely not. No, I did not see it at half time. I, I thought it was interesting hearing Charlie Lee talk after, but I <laughs> thought we looked totally disjointed. None of the passes were working. Sort of Mark Little seemed to really struggle in that right back slash right centre back position. Um we we looked all right in the first ten fifteen, but as soon as Boreham Wood sort of twigged and adapted to it it was it was quite easy for them really because we just never managed to move the ball around it felt like the midfielders were all sort of getting in the way of each other and it, yeah nothing particularly clicked and it all turned a little bit let's boot in the channels and try and chase onto it and hope at some point Knowles or Nerfil can create some magic I noticed you said uh, Boreham Wood twigged there Wood, twig, twig, wood. Yeah, he didn't mean it. You would have meant it, but he didn't. I, I, yeah, I would have done. I appreciated it, even though it wasn't intentional. <laughs> what I thought. Um, so, do you think? Do you think Charlie gave a bit of a rocket at halftime? He doesn't feel like a rocket kind of temporary interim manager, but something must have changed. He doesn't at all. And even after, you know, he he never really said that he gave him a rocket. But I think for him to not. Maybe he didn't for him to not change it. I thought I thought he'd go to a bat four and change to what we'd been used to, and and um, that probably would have come along with a rocket. But I don't know that he did. They just carried on trying to play, and eventually the it kind of worked. I mean, the goals were from set pieces. I, I don't think we we never really created anything massively clear cut or carved Boreham Wood open to create opportunities but whereas they in the first half between our midfield and defense they were picking it up on the edge of the box like every five minutes it felt like and having decent openings listening to luke garrard the boreham wood manager speak after the game he was quite complimentary of our in in the second half but then said something very similar to what you've said there that they were picking us apart in the first half but he described it as a a game to summarise their season as much as it was two halves, the first half being pretty good and the second half being pretty rubbish. Um, yeah, and- they looked really tired in the second mm-hmm. half. I thought as the game went on, they they really did look like they were out of ideas. I think they've got a few injury problems as well. The strikers they brought on never really made much of a difference. And I think um, it was Evans who was their right centre-back every time the ball sort of came over him and he had Nerfil at his heels, he was, he looked like he was, oh God, what's going to happen now? He just about managed it though. I think that's probably, Ben, fair to say, the tactic that we've employed at Halifax, which was give the ball to Knowles and Nerfil, hope something happens. That seemed to be the tactic at Halifax. Yeah, very much. It's not like, it, it wasn't subtle either. Sometimes you kind of have a plan B or you try and, do something that makes you think things are changing, but it wasn't. It was one route forward, and that was through those players. And so, yeah, I was. I wasn't I don't, surprised. I, sorry, I don't. I don't think that was particularly the tactic because we were trying to get it to the wing backs. We were trying to get it to Robinson and trying to get it to Williams. And 
you know, the first goal we concede is because Mark Little takes a heavy touch. Then he plays it to Morgan Williams. And he, it's a bit of an awkward one for him. And then he tries a little bit of skill and he gets caught and they just race off. And Mark Little doesn't really track back. Not his finest moment, really. Morgan Williams gets back before Mark Little does. And they score their goals. It wasn't an easy one. Uh, wasn't a difficult one to miss. Just smashed it across the goal and ricocheted in. But it was a... Yeah, we, we were trying to use the wing-backs, but I think, I don't know if after that first goal, maybe we panicked a little bit and thought, let's try and get it through the middle of midfield, which then that led to the second goal. And the, the formation, three at the back, did that look surprise you to start with? <laughs> it did, it did. I think, especially when you see Mark Little and Morgan Williams on the same team, and Morgan Williams is the wing-back <laughs> rather than Mark Little. I mean, I don't... I think Mark Little's time at Yeovil will come to an end. I don't think he'll stay on after this season. Um, he Physically, he, I do think he struggles. I think his injury has really affected him. Um, and he I mean, was it's ne- difficult he was to never judge how much it has affected him, isn't it? Because we never really saw him beforehand. Well, you saw him <laughs> I saw him for a you. half against Forest yeah. Green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I guess we didn't see him. We, we, you know, we saw YouTube clips, didn't we? Um, but he never particularly looked... I don't think he's particularly looked like that rampaging fullback who was going to get around um, other teams and you know, put decent crosses in it. And... Yeah, I think when Morgan Williams is getting picked ahead of him at fullback and wing back, and <laughs> I think it sort of it feels like the writing's on the wall, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I think, with all due respect, when you've seen Dan Moss and and how he started, I don't think it was an upgrade. And I understand the situation; we weren't paying for Dan Moss, and he got an opportunity to go to a higher level, but it stings a little bit that he basically didn't kick a ball for Orient. And I think yeah. that that stings just a little bit as to what might have been able, might have been available. Um, I'm not surprised that it was a draw yesterday. Those two sides have drawn 27 games between them this season, uh, 13 and 14 for Boreham and, and us, respectively. Uh, no one's drawn more. And I think that in itself goes some way to defining a couple of seasons, really. A case of We've looked okay. We've looked all right. We've been nearly uh, a good stage in Boreham Wood. They'll be they'll be kicking themselves. That FA Cup run has left them absolutely shot to pieces and just drawing too many games for them. Yeah, fourteen, I do wonder, 14 and fifteen win win loss for us. I do wonder where they go from after this season, Boreham Wood, because you know this season they've massively benefited from the Shimanga money, haven't they? Yeah. Um, I presume they're not going to have a big transfer in the summer, so it might be a bit of a different one for them this year, although I suppose they've had the FA Cup run money. Yeah, and I do think they'll they'll, be, they'll have players. I think Bowden and Marsh. Yeah, Tara and Marsh, yeah. I think they will probably have some suitors from League Two, maybe. So if they are under contract or whether or not they go through a big overhaul of players of of players leaving and, and being able to reinvest or whether or not they can say to those players, 
stick with us and we're going to try and make playoffs next year and not worry about the FA Cup so much. And yeah, it'd be interesting because they're a good side. But did you feel, I mean, it's difficult. It's two games from the end of the season, not a lot on the line for us. And it ended their chances, of course, well, virtually ended their chances. Um, did they feel like there was much between the sides? Um, not if you, in the first half it did, mm. but not so much in the second. Um, I think, I don't know, we, it's hard to say because I know what our players are capable of. Yeah. So I know that when, you know, Tom Knowles is on form, he's unreal. When Del Gorman isn't making errors and silly mistakes and getting caught up in, you know, silliness. He's the midfield engine who keeps the ball ticking over and keeps us moving. Um, so, yeah, I think, yeah, being familiar with our players, I think I don't think they played as well as they have done. Um, but as Charlie Lee said, we know they've got a load of energy and a load of character and a load of spirit. And, yeah, they did show that to come back and goals from set pieces. Yeah, that was something. One from a long throw and one from a free kick. Yeah. And there's another two things that you thought you'd never say. Yes. I mean, yeah, uh, I know Morgan Williams was credited with the goal, but yeah. I think he's I think he's yeah. <laughs> he's let the cat out of the bag today on social media. Yeah. The tweet from the club saying Morgan Williams' first goal was replied to by Morgan Williams with a little side-eye emoji and a laughing face emoji, which suggests <laughs> that he doesn't think it was his goal either, and he thinks it was Jacob Mendy, is it? Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I have to say, having seen the um, uh, seen the highlights, uh, yeah, I would say it was Jacob Mendy as well. And uh, Why don't we put it to the Twitch followers, see what they have to say? Yeah. <laughs> They'll they'll make their feelings known, even yeah. if they even if they are wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, I'm not. Um, what did you guys <laughs> think of the free kick? Brilliant free kick. Where they've been all season? Where was that at bloody Weymouth, Wilkinson? Why didn't you do that at Weymouth? I know he's bigger than me, so I shouldn't be arguing with him. Probably he'll pro- probably be there next. I week, think. I think. I imagine the reason he didn't do it at Weymouth is probably because the Weymouth goalkeeper didn't take a whacking great step to his right-hand side <laughs> and give him half the goal away, Matt. Well, yes. It's poor yeah. goalkeeping. It's terrible but goalkeeping. Poor goalkeeping. It is he, terrible goalkeeping, but he got it through the wall as well, didn't he? Yeah, he but got the, it... the, the ball is close enough to the 18-yard box that in, in a month of Sundays, he is not getting that ball up and over. He has one place he can put that free kick, and that free kick has to go into that corner. That, that he puts the ball into and the goalkeeper just goes there you go mate is half a goal crack on um look, i mean to be you, I, it was a, it to be fair he had to hit it hard well, and, yeah. and keep it low and that's so i think it was it was well executed but if the keeper stays still he just catches it yeah and i think i think the the credit like you say goes to wilco for he 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 has to assume the keeper staying there yeah <laughs> so he tries to beat the keeper on pace and so he leathers it don't get me wrong he hits the thing yeah but keeper just stands there and just palms it away. <laughs> he stands still. Sorry. He's a but... funny keeper, Ashmore. That's his, he, he can look unbeatable at points, but then he's got these little glitches in his matrix. Yeah. Does he wear, an, is he the keeper that wears an unnecessarily tight short sleeve top as well? Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. 
Welcome to the gun show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're, he's, he's, he's going to regret that diving around on a 3G pitch at this level. He really is. He's going to wake up with all kinds well, he, of carpet burns on the elbows. He plays on a carpet at home, doesn't he? Uh, well, I suppose. Yeah. It's but yeah, he made it. Imagining made... him diving around on his living room carpet now. But... <laughs> I used to do that. Um, he um, did make a penalty save. It was a pretty mm-hmm. poor penalty. And when you've got, you know, arms sticking out your T-shirt as big as they are, it's going to be quite a comfortable one for him. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't a great penalty, was it? No. I, I, I'm, I'm, reluctant to, I'm reluctant to have a go at penalties, takers, because A, because I was always useless at it when I played. Awful, horrendous at penalty taking. And Even a man uh, with your scoring record. Honestly, <laughs> open the play. the anti-Phil Jevons. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Open play, couldn't couldn't stop scoring from the penalty spot. 12 yards out, free hit, no chance. Awful at him. But if you're on penalties, you're supposed to be not just able to get it on target. Getting on target is the minimum requirement, but you should be expecting to hit a side netting and make a keeper go either right down into a corner or right up into a corner. He's put that halfway up halfway, really. Not great. Not great. Dave, what would you have done with that penalty? Living it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that, that was it. The only way that I ever did anything as a as a as a player was just hit the ball absolutely as hard as I could. Often it didn't work anyway, but uh, whenever it did, that was that was the reason behind it. But yeah, and whatever you say, Luke Wilkinson still should have done that against Wape. <laughs> it would have been a different drive home, wouldn't it? Um, would have been yeah. The same, yeah. So that was. That was the afternoon, really. That was the game. It sort of felt like the game kind of got away in a, in the way of a bit of a um, nice afternoon, really. How inconvenient. Yeah, I know. That first half, especially. Like, I was, you know, went up to commentate and was feeling quite happy because we'd seen all the cyclists come in. There was a, all the community support trust was going on as well. So there was um, all the kids playing football on the... 3G and everything, so it felt like uh, going. It felt really odd there being such an atmosphere and a, a buzz before a game. Really, what things could be? Exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly. And I think you know, we can't have a 500 mile bike ride every week, but seeing all the players and coaching staff and everyone out on the, you know, on um the road jerry lock avenue um as they all came in with all the supporters and mingling with everyone it was yeah it was really nice and it just felt like this is what this is what supporting your hometown team should be it's not like you know it's not like Thierry Henry walking about in the in the midst of weirdos <laughs> it's just nerf walking around in the midst of weirdos like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And Terry, Terry's given having his picture taken with a weirdo, with weirdo. Yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> ah, what a guy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was good, wasn't it? Them and uh, Rachel. And uh, yeah, if anyone hasn't listened to what's his uh, last podcast, so speaking to Rachel, that was, a, that was a good one, wasn't it? A good time to do it would be whilst you are uh, dicing an onion. Yeah. <laughs> Just to give you an excuse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she said something about she 
uh, put on her Instagram that she'd only cycled 55 miles. To tell you what, Rachel, <laughs> listening to this, 55 <laughs> miles is pretty good to me. Yeah. Okay, it's not 550, but nevertheless, 55 miles is a long way to cycle. Yeah. yeah. No, very impressive. And yeah, just a nice moment to see everyone come back. And I'm sure, well, I know they, they all appreciated the reception they got coming back. I think it what's happened this week, it just goes to show what's possible when, you know, people will pull together. And, you know, I think it's been great having Elliot send the chats and everything. And it's kept, certainly kept me in touch with how the whole ride has gone. Um, so next time you go, lads, we'll do the same again, I think. <laughs> yeah. Next week, Whenever that lads, is. Actually, if you can cycle yeah. to Altrium, let us know how you get on. That'd be great, lads. Cheers. Are we not cycling down? Maybe we'll no. join We'll join one of them, I think. Uh, you, yeah. you, you've put that on record now, mate. You can <laughs> you stuff it. No Co- chance. Cozy's got the bike, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. I'll tell you about last time I was on that. Yeah. <laughs> and... And the metal plates in his shoulders to uh, to prove it. Yeah, elbow, elbow. Sorry, apologies. Yeah, um, yeah. No, no, no. Thank you. <laughs> no. Well, we'll uh, yeah, we'll drive past Cribs Causeway rather than walking past <laughs> it, cycling past it. <laughs> we are actually stopping there, you know. Um, I, I planned it into the ring. There will be there will be a stop there. We're going to stop there, grab a grab a Starbucks or something. I'm going to take your picture outside. <laughs> and then I'll leave you there. <laughs> we need to show fo- show fop Photoshop. <laughs> show <Shoto-fop. laughs> Been a long season, kids. It's been a long season. I've been, up since, I've been up since 6 a.m. today and um, gardening and uh, yeah, barbecuing, which is nice. I've already I've had three ciders as well, so that's that's going a long way to the um <laughs> the word munching. Um we could photoshop. Cribs Causeway onto Giants Causeway. Yes. And um, put yeah. Ben, Photoshop Ben in front of it as well. <laughs> I might have an actual picture of me at uh, Giants Causeway so we can add the two together. Yeah. And get a picture of Ian stood outside at the Giants Causeway going, well, where's all the shops? <laughs> where's my Costa drive through? That's what I'm looking for. Do you on think this World Heritage site. I think we've gone a bit too inside baseball here. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Well, inside our own little Glover's cast bubble and we're not oh, talking yeah. about we're not talking about the football. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, football, football. <laughs> so I forgot that was still happening. Yes. Tomorrow, as it is today, or as it is tomorrow, um, we have the Somerset Premier Cup final. And I just uh, posted on our website a little article about it with Charlie Lee saying he's excited. And um Someone uh, called Tony Worth, if you're listening, Tony, has written back, sad highlight of the season, pathetic. So Tony <laughs> is obviously not looking forward to the Somerset Premier Cup final. But um, yeah, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. You can say it's pathetic, can't you? You can say. And uh, in reality, if we've been doing better, if we'd have done better, if we'd have done as well as, well, I know our poll showed uh, this week that uh, most people expected us to finish and perform as we have done this season. I voted that way. Um, I would have hoped that we would have performed and finished much better, obviously. But um, And in reality, a club of our size should be um, performing and finishing better. But reality is we haven't, and there's lots of reasons that we haven't. So... To have a cup final 
in whatever competition and to win it would be, I think, a highlight. I wouldn't say the highlight of the season, but it would be a highlight of the season. And I don't think that's pathetic. I think if we did win it, should celebrate that in the same way that you would win in anything. Same ways that Tom Knowles celebrated winning player of the season. Did you did you cheer that? Did you celebrate that on Saturday, Ian? Did he celebrate that or did, did I celebrate you it? You celebrate it. Well, I of course I did. It, yeah. Of course I did, yeah. Did you do a lap of honour with him? <laughs> <laughs> Please stay. Yes. Yeah. You're not leaving. Locked him in a cupboard somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, but, I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to the game. You're going to I'm the game. I'm going yeah. to the cup final. So that you're going to the cup final. Yeah, nice. but it's just around the corner, is it? It's not like... up the road. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I've gone from wanting the season to end to being like, what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After next weekend, what am I going to do? <laughs> You've got plenty of gardening on, on the go, apparently. Yeah. Well, no, we finished. We finished a big chunk of it today. Um, the well, I guess what I'll be doing is going through old cider space stats and. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> catching up back to that, that yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or well, who knows? Maybe we'll be interviewing the chairman and his new <laughs> board. Of, his new board of directors. <sighs> yeah. Oh, look, a pig. <clears throat> Sorry, won't stop looking out the window. Yeah. Non non enjoyment, I reckon, is directly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> John Haywood and Norman Fryer coming. <laughs> in. Nice to meet you, gentlemen. <laughs> Just a man with a moustache and a stick. Hello. As long as it's not Med. Norman Fry. <laughs> as long as it's not Med Jacory, we'll be fine. Oh yeah. <laughs> Med. Yeah. Martin Starnes was there again at the weekend. Was he? Yeah. Supporter, probably looking forward to some set Premier final, I imagine. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Can I just say it is ridiculous that we haven't won the Somerset Premier Cup final since 2005. Um, like, and you know, I was looking back, we'd be odd down 5 0 in the final. That's got to mean something, isn't it? Ooh. Probably no, not. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is crazy that we're, we're the only professional club in the county. I know from, we have had other priorities. I, would I know, say. And, and I know until three years ago, it wasn't a first team fixture. But the fact that we're not that far ahead of everyone else, that even our reserves are winning it. There was one year where, where we lost to Taunton, wasn't there? And Paul Sturrock got rid of everyone after <laughs> it was yeah. so bad, including Kiefer Moore, who went on to do a few things. Yeah, he's um, alright. <laughs> we don't talk about Kiefer. No, we don't. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah that was that what five years ago, wasn't it? Was it something like that? When no, when would have so been there? Fifteen? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because yeah. he came in fourteen, the end of seat fifteen, didn't he? That's right. Yeah, and then he did fifteen, sixteen. Well, before Darren Wade saved us, saved yes. us, saved you. First six months. Yeah. I do remember us beating Bristol City in a final as well. That would have been the season we won the um, Ice League, uh, 97, 96, 97, something like Bristol City were in it. I'm going to say Bristol yeah, City what, were in it, what, yeah. What's that all about? Yeah, Bristol City were in it. Uh, I don't know why, but they were in it. There's lots <laughs> of clubs in and around the Bristol sort of region that were in it. Brislington, they were in it. Um, Clevedon, is that more Bristol than it is? Anywhere else? Kind of that direction, isn't it? Yeah, but there, but Bristol City were definitely in there for a good few seasons. So remember, us beating them in the final. There we go. 
Howard yeah. Forrington up front. There you go. That's the man. I think he scored that day. I think Jerry Gill might have scored that day as well. I was just listening before we came on to Jerry Gill talking about it as well. And he said it was a, a big rivalry in the day. And I remember, so I've spoken a few times about how I can't bring myself to dislike Weymouth. And I'm still kind of off that mind, to be honest with you. Um, but I can bring myself to dislike Bath City. When I was growing up, Bath City were always the team that we were going head to head with. And, um, uh, and Jerry Gill was a was a player from uh, uh, on a few occasions when I remember going there. But yeah, we always we always hated Bath. I remember going there in an FA Cup game and getting stones thrown at me whilst I walked to the um, uh, walked to the back to the coach. So they were a lovely bunch of individuals at Bath back in the late nineteen nineties. But yeah, so mm. um, beat them were you in? You sort that. I'll, out. Do, I'll try my best. Yeah, yeah try your best. <laughs> the last. The last time we played him, I bet Ben was doing that as, as well. Were you doing that? The what? The last time we played Bath. No, I was looking at the no? uh, I was looking at the Taunton SPC final that we lost. Okay. Feel free to go with your uh, your. Yeah, little... we'll do that after I've done this bit. The last time we played Bath was October twenty ninth, two thousand and two. That could have been. It was FA Cup or FA Trophy. It was FA Cup. It was an FA Cup replay. Yeah, I remember. That. We won three one. Who scored? Oh. When was it? Two thousand and two. So the trophy mm. winning year. Mm. Uh, Stano. Yeah. No. Uh, Chris Charles. No. Carl Alford. Alford. No. It's two thousand and two. Uh, it's not. It's the season. It's October two thousand and two. So it's not. Oh, it's the season before we started winning stuff. Oh. No, it's a see that season we won the conference. Oh two oh three. Oh, that one. Oh, Kev. Kev Gould? No. Kev Gould didn't sign till January, did he? Um, <laughs> this, is, this is, this is Denver. gripping. Denver scored two. Denver, oh, there you go, yeah. And yep. the other one? Don't know. Michael McKinder. Michael oh, McKinder. There you go. Oh, yeah, because Chris from Green and White Goals puts this out, doesn't he? I'm sure he's got a highlight of this of Bath City. Well, we know who we're going to get a message from in the morning, don't we? Yeah, yeah. He's going to be telling me. No, I don't have a. I'll have a but I do have a highlight. He's definitely got a highlight of the first game because we drew in nil at uh, Twerpton. Huh? No, no, we uh, didn't. Uh, did we? we was we, it one all? Yeah, it was. Right, okay, yeah. Adam Lockwood. Adam Lockwood. Right, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Who, who all we'll right. see. We'll see him next week. Yes, Adam Lockwood. Yeah. In real life. Yeah. Ben will be his uh, Yorkshire translator for that one, I think. I spoke to uh, Adam Lockwood. He's very Yorkshire, a very Yorkshire Yorkshireman. He he will be uh, he'll be a bit disappointed. His former club, Geisley, got relegated on the last kick of the game yesterday. Oof. They were one 0 up in the 89th minute and conceded two post 90 minute goals to lose two one, and that dropped them below their local rivals, Farsley, who are the closest team to me. Which means that guys got relegated out of the National League North instead of Farsley. Oh. Were Farsley playing against a team of 18-year-olds? No, Farsley lost as well. Hey. That's, I don't know if you know that Scunthorpe put out a team of children. Did they? Oh, right. Oh, I hadn't yes. realised that. Yes. Yes, wow. they did. Yeah, they had, they had like an 18-year-old in goal. They had loads of teenagers playing. You played Most of them played less than five games wow. all season. And Bristol um, Rovers benefited from that. 
Yes. Seven times, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the Northampton manager was particularly happy with the situation, but... No, I can't imagine, but... Yeah. Bristol Rovers will take it. Yeah. But Bath drew 3 all with Oxford City on the final game of the National League South on Saturday, and they uh, finished fourth from bottom of National League South. Fourth from bottom, yeah. I don't know what's gone on there this season, but it's obviously not been a good one for them. Ben, have you got your Taunton? So I've I've got a, I've got a, a gallery, a Flickr gallery that I found from Tim Norbury, and Christ, we put out a squad. Yeah, it was a pretty strong team, wasn't it? From what yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, Joe Edwards, captain, leads the side out. Chris Wheel, I can see. I can see James Barrett. I can see AJ Leach Smith. I can see uh, James Hater, Seth Nana Tuamasi, uh, Nathan Smith. Gozzi Ugwu and Joel Grant and in a uh, picture that I am shuddering over the thought of, I can see Kiefer Moore with the number five on his back. No. Did Kiefer Moore play centre-half in the SPC final <laughs> against Taunton Town just, just a mere six years before he puts Bournemouth in the flipping Premier League? <laughs> Representing his country at a major tournament. Unbelievable. Stop it. We're talking about Kiefer Moore. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's the rules. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nathan Smith. Crikey. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. And a fair few Yeovil fans, it should say. I should point that out. There is quite a lot of Yeovil fans in front of nearly a thousand people, the capstone says. Where was, yeah. Where was eight, the game played? It was that at, at, at Taunton. At 852, the, it says here. Yeah, at the Virador Stadium. Mm. Wordsworth Drive, it says on... Uh, Jamie Price headed the only goal of the game in extra time, 0-0 after 90 minutes. Wow. Dear, oh dear. Never mind, it won't be like that on Tuesday. No, mainly no. because it goes straight to penalties. Ruben Reed hat-trick. So, okay, then let's... Should we, should we, should we put a team out? Let's, let's put a team. Who are we doing? Who are we playing? Who, who are we going for? Because he says he's going to... He said he was going to treat it as if it was a league game. And so there might be rotation due to injuries... But he's going to go strong. Does that suggest Toby Stevens doesn't start? Does that suggest Max Evans doesn't start? Does that suggest Alex Bradley doesn't start? So on and so forth. Who are we going with? Come on then. We need a team. I still put Max in goal. I think. I think. Okay, he, I'll tell you what then. Let's let's let me change it up then. Dave, what team would you go for? Ian, what team do you think uh, Lee, to... Charlie Lee's going to go for? <laughs> Write it down now, aren't I? So I, because I, I, I agree with you. I'm playing Max Evans. I think Max Evans probably plays altering as well for me, but that's just me. And so I think he goes in. I want to see the the lad Jake Graziano again because I think he's been one of the highlights of this little SBC campaign. So I think he goes in. He's right uh, back, isn't he? He goes right back. I'm playing Jack Robinson left back because I think for me I'm starting all the loanies if it's me. Um, and then I'd go Hunt and Barkley in the middle. I think he's going to go back three. He's going to go three again, get get ready for Altium. I think he'll go three because he's wants to let Morgan Williams and Jack Robinson. I think Williams definitely start because he seems to, he's a machine. He seems to start every game. Okay. He, he, described, he described Morgan Williams. He said he could play in that position, left wing back, for the rest of his career, he said. Right wing back. Morgan Williams was he right? Was he? Yeah, oh, he yeah, because yeah, yeah, Jack Robinson yeah. was on the left. Was left. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Could play in that for the rest of his career. Who who in midfield then? I I, I would start Alex Bradley because actually I think 
um, Gorman and Worthington have run their socks off, but I think I would start Bradley. Bradley and so is it a three in the middle as well then? In the middle of midfield? How does that work? Yeah, it was kind of, it was so Diath was a, yeah, it was three. Diath, Worthington and Gorman. So um, I'm not sure Worthy will make it. I don't know. He came off with cramp. So I wonder um, if he goes Bradley, Toby Stevens, Lawson Diath. Maybe. Or Gorman. Yeah. And then up front, Charlie Wakefield come back. I'm not sure. Maybe we'll get a few minutes on the bench. Sunny? Sunny definitely starts. Sunny Has might to. be in the midfield. Yeah. Then I reckon Addy I reckon Addy will get a bit of time. Addy and Ruben up front together? He's not he, he's not gonna play Neufeld. He's not gonna play Neufeld. He's not gonna play Tom Knowles. I reckon he'll have Neufeld on the bench. Maybe I, but I reckon it'll have him to unleash. I think he definitely starts the three loanies. Maybe right. Jordan Barnett will play in midfield. Yeah, maybe. Or That's wing back. Yeah. Only got a couple of minutes yesterday, didn't he? Yeah. Max Evans in goal. I, I would like to see this Graziano kid. I'd probably keep Ollie Haste on the bench as well because he's been part of it the whole time. Barnstable Town on loan from. Um, <laughs> start Bradley. Start Yusuf. Eddie Yusuf. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it'll be, it, it will be interesting. It will be interesting to see the team news because I was surprised he, he used such strong language when he said, I'm treating it like a league game. I thought he would go, yeah, we'll play the first team, but there's some kids involved. Wants to win. Right, fair play to it. Fair play to him. Like I say, it's, a, it's nothing short of a disgrace that we haven't won the thing for so long. So, yeah, let's go and win the thing. Bath will Bath will be up for it. Of course they will. Especially if they've had a disappointing season as well. So I, I, I wouldn't want to be humbled by them in the same way we were humbled by Taunton. Who knows? Jerry Gill might have thrown his hat in the ring as well. He might have a point to prove. For... But, hang on then. So if that's the case, it'll be Jerry Gill and Darren Sahl on the other side at the Legends game. Gary Johnson on the other side. Jerry Gill will be asking where Darren Sahl's office is whilst he's sat there on the, on the dugout. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? I do wonder if Jerry Gill might know where. Did he play? He played for Yeovil when they were at Hewish Park, wouldn't he? So he probably knows where the office is. You'd imagine so, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, it was a metaphor, that, somewhere around. Oh, okay. Also, he played a friendly there not so long ago. A he COVID did. test, wasn't it? It was one of the COVID trial fixes to see if he could have games with fans. And then they were like, no. <laughs> no, you can't. He's done this yeah. successful trial, but no, you can't. Good. Well, let's hope we win it. I hope we win it. I do hope we win it. And I hope... Is there any coverage? Are you are you on air or anything? No. No. I think Three Valleys will probably be doing it. Okay. So you can listen to Three Valleys, but I will be there scribbling notes unless anyone comes and sits next to me and talks for the whole time, in which case I may not be able to. No professionalism. <laughs> no. If we, Get it, if, Rick. If we I'm do... Gonna be, cup, I'm going to be on the pictures? beers. It's going to be a cup match, man. On the, on the beers, you got a <laughs> beer in the ground. <laughs> Can I hide him up my sleeve? All right, <laughs> one of those hats on, yeah, with the, with, uh, like the, the tubes that go around. Yeah, well, <laughs> that lad's got a tube coming from his mouth, <laughs> just apple juice. Yeah. You're gonna be 
properly frisked, I think, when you keep before <laughs> I you am now, yeah, I can. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on air now telling everyone, aren't I? Yeah. So. yeah. Give them a good frisking. <laughs> right. Uh, so do we do we go to questions? We do have questions. Oh, oh. we do, yeah. Yeah, yeah we do yeah. go to questions. Okay. Have you got the questions or do you uh, I can get the questions. Okay. I'm capable um, of getting them if you need well, me to. I've got one here. I've got one here. Uh, so Harry Eaton asks, uh, Somerset Premier Cup final prediction and who will be attending out the Glover's cast members? Well, I think we've established the latter point, Justine, because they're in the best will in the world and I know Jake Farron will be listening didn't, to this. Didn't you promise to go? But I said I would go if it was a Saturday. <laughs> And it's not Saturday, clearly, is oh, it? Oh, I think so. we need to check those terms and conditions. If Jake, Jake, if you are listening, I'd like to see the terms and conditions. I think coach should be there, but well, yeah, all right. If, there, <laughs> if, if you, you send up the uh, send you up can... the, the supporters club coach to pick me up, and I'll happily sit on there. You can come down and work from the Oval's Premier Premier Inn. Yeah, for Premier, the week. Premier Inn. <laughs> Where am I? Manor Hotel this weekend. I am. So Ooh. that's that's somewhere else. It's a lot cheaper than the Premier Premier Inn, so well, yeah, it's, it's it's the Premier, too. It's the Premier Premier Inn. That's what. Well, yeah, you got, you got to pay for it. Yeah. Um. So SBC final prediction, please. Two one, a tight two one, tentative game. I think we will repeat our last performance against him and win three one. Oh, I'm going nervous, tense. Uh, we're going to hit the post, we're going to hit the bar, we're going to miss a penalty, but we're going to nick it 1-0 with a Jordan Barnett screamer from 35 yards, talkie-esque. Yeah. 93rd minute. Heartbreak. And- heartbreak <laughs> at bath. And then he runs and shushes Jerry Gill. He gives it then- the big one to the empty away stand. And then, ah. Jer- then Jerry Gill's like, no option on your contract. You're yeah. gone. That's going to take him. Take, <laughs> take that, over. you're out. <laughs> yeah. Transfer listed before he's even started. Yeah. And you've got the job, Jerry, and you're already making decisions like that, mate. Come on. Play the yeah. Game. Play the game. Okay. Good. But, we, but we've all got us winning it. We do. <laughs> We're so going to lose, aren't we? <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's fine. We are flying. Let's go. Come on. Okay. Next question. Uh, Jude Horsepool, with the potential sale of Luke Wilkinson to Woking, I don't know where this has come from, but I think I think we've we've all assumed that Woking have just got the finances to buy every one of our players, and um, Darren Sale has no interest in keeping any of his players. So they just can <laughs> literally take Hewish Park, lift it off the ground, and carry it to Surrey and put it down there. But okay, let's collect, let's assume there is a potential sale. Who would you like to give the captain's armband to next season? And I would say we can include Luke Wilkinson um, on that. Even if Luke Wilkinson goes to Woking? Well, no, because I don't think it's guaranteed that he is going to Woking. Oh, okay. I don't need to answer this question. <laughs> Love you, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, who else is there? Yeah, well, at the moment, at the moment, the answer is Morgan Williams, as he's the only option. Yeah, that's at true. At the moment, he's playing at the back with his well, child and dog. What people forget, Ben, what people forget is that we, we, we have so many options on, uh, on, on, on other players that there's clearly going to be other players. What people forget is that. <laughs> no one's ever bloody told think, us, but the so, people forget. Funny think, how you forget things when no one tells you them, aren't they? But... All right, Dave, come on, man. <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting a bit long in the tooth this now, mate. Come on. <laughs> yeah, show a bit of wisdom. 
Um, I think if I think Staunton or if Worthington was to stay, I think Worthy might make a decent captain. Oh, good shout! I think that good could uh, that could kind fire of the, him. He's not the like rollicking, like shouty captain, but I think he's the type of player who, you know, he runs through brick walls and he never stops running. And I think the type of leader that people be like, if Worthy can do it, we can all do it too. Like yeah. it. Let's make okay. sure they're signed, those two, for sure. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll chuck in Lawson Diaz in the mix as well, just on sheer quality more than anything. There you go. Okay. Debs Curtis, with only one game left of the National League season, what has been your highlight of the season? And to Ian, what has been your favourite co-commenting match? I think, Ben, they've just assumed that... <laughs> what am I, chop liver? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You shoehorned uh, the game at Wrexham into every glove exactly, last yeah, week, yeah, Ben. Yeah. I think people know. The only home league defeat all season. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Um, I think my favourite game for commentary has probably been the Stockport one, I would say. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, a good day. A lot of atmosphere in the ground as well. Yeah, Stockport, can we? Also, your highlight of the season? Hmm. I think my highlight is either the South End game, um, all the stuff before the match on Saturday with the cyclists coming in, hmm. or Charlie Wakefield's goal against Stevenage. Yeah, I thought you just said Stevenage. Ben, we don't need to ask you what your highlight of the season has been. <laughs> No, uh, from a personal point of view, Wrexham, definitely. From uh, from a team point of view, uh, Stockport was not only an incredible performance, but I remember thinking, actually, we can do it this season with this bunch. How wrong I was. But, yeah, I do remember sitting there thinking, this is this is a group that we need to get behind and, and really support and really get into. And unfortunately, it never happened for a bazillion reasons. But, hey, there you go. Um, but from, yeah, Stockport and Wrexham, huge, huge, huge games. Yeah. Okay. Your highlight. Oh, the Wrexham, the Wrexham away game. Yeah, I go for the Wrexham away game as well. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I made that myself. I said that one. Well, Boris Maybe Johnson's I... getting Ma- these questions, aren't you? Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boris Johnson, terrible leader. Skirt, skirts questions. I mean, who ducks questions when you're the leader of an organization? Anyway, um, Robin Batchelor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do blah blah blah. Uh which players do you think Darren would oh, would most likely want to take to Woking next season? Where have they got all this money from? Where have Woking oh Jesus? If he has a budget, I think I think he prioritized Knowles, Staunton, and one of Wakefield, Grant Smith or Gorman, followed by Reese Murphy reunion after he struggles at South End. I'll be honest with you, I don't, I can't see anyone wanting Reese Murphy anymore. I mean, don't get me wrong, brilliant finisher, but his injury record, if it wasn't a problem before, it just so clearly is now, isn't it? After two seasons with us, where admittedly he scored 13 goals both seasons, I think, but barely played. And this season at South End, he's just, 
yeah, I can't, I, I can't see a reunion with um with Reese Murphy, and I can't see how uh, Woking, despite the obviously untold riches that they have at their disposal, are um are going to find the money to pay for Reese Murphy's uh, money. But obviously, Harry is no, it wasn't Harry, was it? it was Jude who told us that the, the Luke Wilkinson is going to Woking. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Darren Sal would like some of those others, but. Here's a, here's a question for you, along, and I'm not going to let you answer Robin's one because it's about Woking <laughs> rather than, 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 than Yeovil. But hey, Robin, that's Dave has <laughs> pulled right there. Got, okay, right, go on then. Answer a question about Woking. Fine, yeah. We won't call these GCQs. We we'll call these WCQs. World Cup qualifiers. All of them. I don't, yeah, I think he probably would have all of them if he could. But like you, Dave, I don't think they're going to be able to afford all those players. And I also don't think, you know, a small team, aren't they, Woking? Yeah. Small club. Got, got, no yeah. <laughs> got no fans. Whatever they are, yeah. No grand. Yeah. Um, but of when you look at our squad this season, and we've all spoken about what good things that they've done, on the on the balance of it, it's been as much tosh as there's been brilliance this season, isn't there? It, it seems weird to me that everyone's like, oh, we've got to keep so-and-so, and, well, we've got to keep so-and-so. When some of them are actually, for as much of the season as they've been good, they've been rubbish. Am I being unfair? No, are I think... You, are you <laughs> asking us? Because you haven't yeah, used the I'm hashtag. Ask, uh, this, no, feels no, like, no. this feels like a conversation we need to have next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> But I would take I would take your you know we we're going to be cutting down listeners we're going to be cutting down to one a week so we need to oh just drop that bombshell in the middle we need just to dropping s- that in the middle there. good day to bury bad news this isn't it <laughs> drop that in we, there we need to stretch stretch as much content as we can over the summer okay. Okay. Um, but I think I think that is a very good point you know a so, lot of these players haven't particularly well, not a lot of them we haven't had a lot of them but there are certainly players that I think. I wouldn't be too bothered to see them. If I can, if I can make a suggestion on on, a, on an answer to that, uh, I don't know if anyone else heard, but the podcast, the Grassroots Guy, spoke to Josh Staunton this week, and halfway through that, I thought it was very, very interesting because he made reference to that point at the turn of the year where we were close, six points off the playoffs, two games in hand, we were we were close, we were close enough, and he said something like, "We didn't really." go to the next level. We didn't really add a couple more in when others around us were. I've paraphrased, forgive me, it was a while ago when I listened to it, but I would implore anyone to go and listen to that, not just because it's another step towards building the Josh Thornton statue just outside the <laughs> Hewish Park grounds, but it was a very open, very honest, very interesting conversation. And it just talked a little bit about this season and how close they have been and how They've been unlucky at certain times and how he's been quite frankly saying we weren't good enough at certain times, more to that point you were making. But I thought there was just a little, it's just one sentence, two sentences where he said there was a point where we didn't, we didn't go and gamble. And instead we ended up losing Joe Quigley at the end of that month. And that was huge. At the turn of that year, we should have been the team rolling the dice to try and secure it. We weren't, it's cost us. Um, so, as we know, there was no takeover going on at that point because it was all done and dusted by Christmas. So there you go, which is which is a shame and and something that you know will kind of hold over the top of this football club for this season. I think this will that will be the 
the asterisk, the what might have been moment that's going to not mean that we're 13th rather than 8th. There you go. Okay. Uh, okay, Robin, sorry to uh, elongate your question. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad you've apologised there. Yeah. Gone I do, I, on, I, I, I do apologize i'll find robin a woking podcast that you can listen to as well he's <laughs> everyone's interested in them um okay so clevo is clevo he'll come he'll come with oh, a geez, clevo. good luck mate good <laughs> yeah. luck buddy i hope this is a good question clevo otherwise you are in for it do you agree with charlie's postmatch comments that we were exceptional against Bournemouth? and would you take him as a new manager next season or prefer someone with more experience and some and some from the EFL. Ian, to start with, would you agree with Charlie's comments that we were exceptional against Bournemouth? I don't think we were exceptional. I think we put in a brilliant effort in that second half. I think, you know, exceptional means you go and spank a team like 6 0, doesn't it? And just run them into the ground for 90 minutes. So I wouldn't have described this as exceptional. Um, I don't think. Charlie Lee should be our manager next season, but I think Charlie Lee should definitely be around the club next season because um, I feel like he's given us something that Darren Sale didn't particularly do. I feel like Charlie Lee has relaxed the environment a lot more, and I know he was probably under a he's under a lot less pressure, so he's able to relax it. He's you know the season was pretty much over when he came in so there's not been that that pressure as such but I don't know it just feels a little bit more I don't know what the word that I'm looking for is maybe one of you can help me but it certainly feels a little bit more of a more chilled environment and I don't you know maybe that's because you know Darren Sol didn't know what his future was. He didn't have a contract. He was, you know, the clock was ticking. There was a lot more pressure on him as manager, whereas Charlie's just stepped in as sort of interim manager to go through to the end of the season. So, yeah, I think Charlie Lee should definitely stick around, but I would not, I don't think he's going to be the manager just yet who's going to carry us out of the Football League. And I think we do need someone. Personally, I would like a, a manager who's, you know, got a team out of the conference before. I don't know how many there are that have done that around, but I think we need someone with a bit of experience who knows the league and has hauled a team out of it previously. G. Johnson. <laughs> I'm say, there's going to be one in our dugout next yeah. weekend. Lee Johnson. G. Oh. G. Um, I actually, I actually agree with you, Ian. I, I was thinking about where, where he goes, Charlie Lee. I think, if we had a proper under-18s team with a proper link up to a first team where we were actually blending the two and there was a clear pathway and the two sides merged, I'd like Charlie Lee to be our under-18s manager and have a direct link. He's still there on first team match days and things like that. I think there's, I definitely think there's a place for him next season, but I don't think it's his number one. No, I'd agree. I don't think he's um, a number one. But I do like the fact, I mean, and I include myself in this comment, there's not been a great deal positive being spoken about Yeovil Town over the last few weeks. And I include myself in that comment because I haven't had a lot positive to say about him in the last few weeks. But Charlie Lee always has something positive to, to, to say. And I like that. And I like the fact that when Darren Sale left, 
and we had Darren Sal on the Woking um, YouTube that everyone was obviously listening to, uh, talking about what all the great things that were going on there. Charlie Lee was the only person who said anything positive about Yeovil and said how he was really looking forward to a challenge and he, he, he wanted to do it. He was the one who was coming out and he was showed leadership and stood up there and uh, and spoke and spoke positively and i yeah i think we were all crying out for someone to say something good in amongst all of the all of the bad that there was um and yeah uh, so for, for that i i hope if he wants to and if he wants to be a part of it um beyond you know whatever comes next the grand vision or the takeover or the whatever it is I hope that's it. Can you believe we're having this conversation? Like six months right. ago, Charlie was still playing for Billericke. Yeah. Um, Billericke. Yeah. yeah. Now he's the manager. He's a bit bonk, isn't it? Yeah. The, I, I text you didn't I with the image of Charlie Lee and Josh Staunton as a manager and assistant, and I was like, "What? What happened? <laughs> when? When? Why? The hell did this that? happen? Yeah. What? Did, what? Where's Skivo and Darren Sar? What the heck's going on? Yeah. So I mean bonkers that we're now having this discussion for me just just utterly bonkers and entirely avoidable that's another question for another day and another person yeah that'd be a nice question to ask uh craig mccann (laughs) don't ask craig that um craig mccann after the great efforts from the git peddling group what what are your greatest achievements slash accomplishments I mean, I've never cycled 500 miles anywhere. <laughs> cycled about half a mile down the road and fell off. So, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is a hard question, Craig. Why, have you, done, why have you done this? Yeah. Physical. Fi- uh, do you think he's talking about physical accomplishments? I've climbed a few big hills in my time. <laughs> and ben, and, well, I've Ham, climbed... Ham Hill doesn't count, mate. No, no, no. I climbed Yorks's three peaks, which Ben described as just arrogant hills. They're not mountains, they're just arrogant hills. But I've, cl- I've climbed all the highest mountains in the UK. That's pretty. That's thought, you were, thought you were going to turn into Bono then. <laughs> what? <laughs> when did Bono do the three peaks? No, you said I've climbed. Oh, okay. The yeah. highest mountain. Yeah. Anyone's seen Sing 2? Uh, that's yeah. why that is in the forefront of my brain at the moment. Okay. So, anyone want to offer a great achievement or accomplishment? Or should we come back to this for a special podcast in the summer when we're really desperate <laughs> yeah. for a while? I think just... managing to talk about Yeovil twice a week for the last yeah. year and a half has been an <laughs> yeah. achievement, an accomplishment. Let me, let me just but get my CV out. Physically, I've not done enough in a long, long time. <laughs> no. I'd like right. to. I feel inspired this week, so... I'm going to become a professional wrestler. And (laughs) (laughs) you heard it here, folks. Ian's going to be, yeah, going to have King of the Ring or whatever you call it. Do you still have that? King of the Ring? I think, yeah. Yeah. King of the Ring, that's still a thing. Right. (laughs) Um, Okay. Here's a question, especially for Ben Barrett from Mr. Mr. Fox. GCQs. Is the glove is the live Glovers cast next week as you're all together for the first time? Ben, is it? I I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't how, long are you, how long are you lot around for after the game? Um, you've got a 
shoot know. off, haven't you? Have we? Well, well, got, you're, you're going to Altrincham. Yeah, that's a 5.30 kickoff, isn't it? How is it? Okay. 5.30 kickoff. Altrincham. No, it's not. Isn't it? It's 3 o'clock. Are you sure? Are you <laughs> sure, play, Ben? Can we place it off in time? <laughs> well, no, I thought it was a five. I thought it was a five thirty kickoff. I thought they were all five thirty kickoffs on the final game of the season. Dave's booked a massage for midday on Sunday. Oh, no, right. that's brave. <laughs> that is brave. Yeah. Um, okay, three o'clock. Five. I thought it was five thirty. Basement of the Premier Inn. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but the Manor. Oh, yeah, the manor, manor hotel. hotel. Yeah. Probably not going to be any better, is it? But... I think the basement of the Man Hotel is the multi-story car park at Tesco. Yeah, it's it's. You don't want to get don't get a massage in a multi-story car park, mate. <laughs> There's your title. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, three o'clock. It says. Oh, okay. All right. Three o'clock. Three Please, o'clock. can we get there on time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, come on, it's me. We're going to get there at least four hours early. So that's good. Yeah. That is yeah, good. Yeah. 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 Crikey, Riley. Um. So, Cry- yeah, but Crikey is... O'Reilly. Rather than blame you. But okay, so, but that is still Sunday. Well, morning, we could, we it? could, we could, well, who knows what we can do? We, well, we who can... knows? Can, <laughs> who knows do. what we can do? <laughs> well, we can, we can do anything we want if we've got power, as long yeah. as we've got a plug in the internet. Maybe we um, could do a live one. And apparently a multi story car park. And... <laughs> Not a huge park. That's that, that. That's for when Somerset County Council have uh, built all over the top pitches. South Somerset District Council. Well, they won't be for much longer, will they? Well, till April. We veered off track. We veered off track again. Yeah, yeah. The Unitary Council doesn't come in until next year. Oh right. But, okay. Right. But I thought it was at the this... end of May. Uh-huh. Are you so enjoying the, this, Glover? The clock is ticking at the end of May. Any any deals over a certain value have right. to go back through the new council. I see. Right. And okay. also from the end of May, the Glover's Trust can activate another asset of community value and yeah. stop things again. Oh, okay. Do you think tick tock tick tock? Do you think it's a no, there can't be a correlation between People not doing interviews and that that kind of no sorry let's just dismiss that out of hand. Folks, okay. asked if we're doing a live show and we're, if we're looking forward to yeah. getting I together bet, and having a beer. I bet he's enjoyed this answer though. I bet. He has, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but are we looking forward to having a beer? I think yes. I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and live show. I mean, I have the technical abilities of a, a woodlouse, so I have no idea uh, how you even do that, but. <laughs> If it can be done, I'll, I'll, I'll. I'm just saying, first game of next season, make it happen. There you go, ball, ball court. It's out there. First okay. game of next season. Did you know that wood lice are the most technically gifted of insects? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and here's a question for you: Why is a wood louse? Is it a GCQ? Some... Or... No, no, oh, no, 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 no. It's a wood louse question. This is a W <laughs> W L Q. Um, why are woodlice called Billy Bakers in Somerset and nowhere else? Don't know. Would you call them Billy Bakers? I no, did when I, was, when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why are wasps called Jaspers? I, I just don't understand. Just, just the way it is. <laughs> it's just, like, just the way it is. <laughs> getting into songs again now, aren't we? Adam okay. wouldn't call them Billy Bakers, does he? No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> probably, probably not. 
Oh, Jasper's. <laughs> From Boreham Wood to Woodlouse. This has gone some, hasn't it, this podcast, lads? Um, okay. Uh, and last GCQ from Sheridan. Uh, after seeing both Ian and Ben get all giddy over seeing Skivo and Staunton at matches, do you get giddy seeing just Staunton at matches, Ben? Um, I, I did. I did after the Wrexham game. Yeah, Lovely yeah. A, a little bit. I, I told him that he deserved his goal for all the hardship that he went through last season. And yes, I ran <laughs> can off you like sign a, my face? <laughs> I, I ran, off like, <laughs> ran off like a get like a giddy school child. Ben lifts his shirt up. <laughs> Hand him a, hand him a, a tattoo a of Josh Staunton on his <laughs> riding a motorbike out of flames. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> what a tattoo places you got? I want Josh Staunton riding a flaming motorcycle, please. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, sit down, pulls out a picture of Grant Mitchell and starts doing that. <laughs> Oh dear. Right. Anyway, the question finishes. Uh, getting all giddy over scenes gone. Who would get that kind of reaction from me? Um, and Sheridan has posted a picture of her with Joe Edwards saying, I remember meeting Joe Edwards and barely being able to speak as the awkwardness of this picture shows. So, um, yeah, I mean, Joe, Joe Edwards looks quite relaxed in that picture. But yeah, Sheridan does look like she's happy to see Joe, uh, Joe Edwards there. But big smile on her face um <laughs> howard forrington <laughs> describe that photo now <laughs> howard forrington is yours is it yeah of course it would be yeah it would i have spoken howard forrington and i was a bit fanboyish about it in fact I, 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 is there going to be anyone on saturday anyone on saturday that you might get a bit happy to see get gary johnson i think I was uh, when I spoke to Gary Johnson for the bit for the program. I yeah. did I did say to him afterwards. I did say that uh, yeah, in thirty odd years of watching Oval, his two spells as manager have been the best ever that, that, that I'd had. So <laughs> he was like, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was. So there, I did mate. say I did I did, I did say thank you to him for that. But, I'm um, so going to tell him that you wrote the Steve Denos, Anthony Tompkins <laughs> story. <laughs> well, I was a little bit worried that he was going to remember that. Yeah, Steve Denos. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, I, I, won't, I won't. I won't repeat what he said to me that morning, but uh, <laughs> there was a c word involved. I think. <laughs> crikey, crikey yes. O'Reilly, crikey Dave. O'Reilly, that was, it. That was the c word. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I don't mind admitting that I'm just a teeny tiny bit nervous. I have been very, 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 very lucky in my job to meet and talk to some very famous, legitimate stars of and world Flora Maluda and Flora Maluda. Um, <laughs> And I never considered myself to be someone who gets starstruck. Andrew Flintoff, uh, Chris Kamara, what a bloke, uh, Robbie Savage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, a lot, of, a lot of cool people. I've never been starstruck and I've never minded. But I am really worried I'm going to be like a 13-year-old little child going, oh, my God, it's Kevin actual goal. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said, I did say, when we spoke to Chris Will for Glover's Pass, I did say after we went off air, look, I said, look, that final of the 2002 Trophy Day was the day for me. And that's the day I became a Oval fan. So thank you for saving that header from Kirk Jackson. Mm. Otherwise, it might never have been. And so that, there's going to be a little bit of that for me. I am going to have to remain maybe a little bit over-professional <laughs> to try and not get too giddy. But yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. 
Buy your tickets now, by the way. Yes, tickets still on sale. Don't forget, you can't buy them on the day. So if you turn up on the day, and you you won't be able to get in. So buy them in advance. Now! <laughs> Do it. <laughs> what a way to finish. A great way. Cheers, guys. Is that it? I, I can see another one. Can you? Another question. Say another question. There's other GC, there's at least one. Paddy, the OG. No, I've never missed Paddy. What's he asked? I can't see Paddy here. Oh, see, uh, okay, Paddy, you get a pass because you didn't include GCQ, but you replied to your own tweet with GCQ. Oh yeah, I, yeah, so, I can see, I can see it. Yeah, you're right. I can. So see. I'm happy to, I'm happy to appreciate the effort there. Okay, so that's fine. What so, is his uh, question? How did the protest go on Saturday? I haven't seen anything on social media. Glover's trusted asked for some protests. Did they happen, or was it everyone just having too much of a nice time? I think everyone was having too much of a nice time. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Or the people who might have made a racket have totally disconnected and weren't there. Which isn't a good thing. No, it's not a good thing. <laughs> but there was a, such a feel-good... There was a feel-good atmosphere, I felt anyway. Um, and, you know, people were just happy, but... I think it helped that we came from 2-0 down to get a draw. So it felt it was a classic Darren Way winning draw. Um, but yeah, it just didn't happen. Damn people in their happiness. <laughs> Ruining <laughs> everything. Over here having our joy. Jesus. Yeah. Good. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm genuinely glad it was a good feeling day to finish off the home league season. I hope Tuesday night is a good feeling evening and that on Saturday... It's a good I feeling. Hope it, I hope it's amazing. And then on <laughs> Sunday, I, I am really fearful for Sunday. I'm sure we'll chat about it more on Thursday, but it might be a very slow 90 minutes. Maybe we can chat about it live on Saturday evening. <laughs> live from Tesco's multi-story car park. It is. I'm not getting a massage with you. <laughs> Don't think there's any PowerPoints in the multi-story car park anyway. Unless we can rig it up to like an, elect- an EV charger. That'd be... Something we could do. I've just got this vision of like Back to the Future now of you with like a. He <laughs> was in a car park, wasn't he? When this baby is. <laughs> so, yeah, you're going to see some serious. Uh, uh, <laughs> stuff. If Deb's kids haven't watched Back to the Future yet. Yeah. Great films. <laughs> I haven't watched it. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Ben, how, are you, how have you got to the age that you are and not watched Back to the Future? Best film ever made. Best film ever made. Right. Say so. Best trilogy. Despite what, despite what Andy Easton tells me, he says Shawshank Redemption or Gladiator. Haven't seen any of, any of those either. So You've not seen... Oh, my Lord. We've got our summer content. Yes. <laughs> ben reviews... Watch alongs. <laughs> ben reviews films of the late 1990s and early 2000s. Today, The Matrix. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Ah, don't. People are going to be screaming. Right. (laughs) Cheers, everyone. Bye. See ya. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Boris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil.
Mansfield, good turn away from Trott, goal! Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 